Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Denise Gaskell. I am your moderator this morning for our Team Glacken Monday Morning Motivational Call. We have these calls each and every Monday morning to get the week started off on the right foot. Uh, we're here to answer questions, offer support, um, just give one another uh, tips and tools to help build our uh, ourselves up and our business as well. So we love the interaction on this call. Um, you can certainly remain quiet or mute yourself or jump in as needed. Um, that's uh, entirely up to you. Uh, what we're going to talk about this morning is colors. We're going to talk about forming and uh, using some verbiage like tell me more. So um, for, I know uh, we have people on the call who have heard about the colors before. So what I thought we would do is maybe um, let you explain your leading color. Typically, most of us have two colors. And if you're not sure what the colors are, um, so uh, there are different type of personality tests that you can take. There's a whole bunch of them out there. Um, we happen to use the one um, with uh, the colors blue, green, yellow, and red. And uh, if you've been on the team for a while, you've taken the test, probably you know what color you are and you know that typically people have two colors that they're dominant in. Sometimes our colors, different colors flare up in different situations. But um, for the most part, we lead our lives in uh, these two areas. So what I thought we would do, since we have some people on here who have been with us for a while, um, share maybe what, what's your leading color and what, do you, what qualities do you see in that color for yourself? Who wants to go first? Denise, can you just go over the colors real quick? Sure. So typically, um, there there are four colors in this personality quiz that we um, share in Team Glacken. Blue is really, um, I guess, in characteristic, um, more fun. Um, they come to the party kind of or maybe they're hosting the party because they want to have fun, they're leading the way. They kind of lead life that way as well. And they walk into a room, they really are the jokester or fun or they're wearing like, you know, um, just super fun clothing. Um, that's the word I'm going to use for them for now. Uh, green would be somebody who's super organized. They're the ones that are taking notes and um, making sure that things are put together. So, again, talking about a party, um, the green person is got probably the one who set it up, the one who organized it, you know, booked the party, have all the details. And then the yellow person is there. That's the helper. That's the person that's setting your tables at that party that, you know, maybe even went and picked up some things for the party. They're the one that is going to um, be there that you can count on uh, to help organize things, not necessarily set up the organization, but to help. And then the red is the leader. They're the one that probably planned the party, wanted to have the party. They know when the party is. They want, you know, certain details at the party. And so the red would be the one that kind of um, put that thing together, but, you know, led it up to, I think in a perfect world, we would really allow our um, qualities to shine and let others shine as well. Sometimes it doesn't always happen. But the, uh, describing it as a party, hopefully, that helped, Lorraine. That's great. Thank you. So do you, you think know I should what know your dominant in? Do you know what color you're dominant in? Do you want to lead us, Lorraine? Uh, yeah, I, I was just saying too. You think I should know this by heart by now? But that just that just shows you don't need to know everything to build a business. Um, but I, I guess it would be great in the skilling up area to to be really kind of keen to 
what this is, especially when we're sitting across from people. Um, I would say I'm dominant in the the blue and red, and um, and you know, you know what I what I'm re- realizing about that. It's so interesting that you bring up this subject today. I was on a call the other day, and my my blue and red just took over, and it it wasn't pretty, basically. And I got off the phone. And I'm like, you just did not shut up. Like, what is wrong with you? You know, and. I don't know what happened, but this is a really good reminder, you know, to check in with this before we get on the phone or before we're sitting with somebody. So we just, like in my case, just really just acknowledge it and 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 get present to it, so it it doesn't take over. So I I would say that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. I love that you said that. It took me a long time to learn that, just to kind of sit back and think through who this meeting's with. There's possibly something you know about this person. Now, I know you shared um, there, you have stacks of business cards, some people you may have not even met. So, you know, in that case, you're not really sure how to start off other than asking questions. And that's really where um, this, uh, if you back it up, this is really where the beauty of how using the colors works. Because, if you know somebody, just a little bit about somebody, even if it's the way that they dressed at the meeting that you saw them in, just kind of get some clues. And just so that when you're having a conversation with them that you can let their color shine and you can really then um, work on getting the information that you're looking to, you know, collaborate with them. So if, in fact, let's say we're planning a party and you're talking to the yellow and you're going to tell them how they uh, would be great at organizing and you're going to tell them how they could, you know, really put this thing together, the yellow is probably feeling a little uneasy inside because they're the helper and they're there to do what you need but probably not organized. So I think that's where um, the forming comes in. And the forming part we could probably talk about first, um, but, you know, that's the asking the questions. Um, however, we started with the colors first, so we'll stay there. But it's good that you know what color you are as well, so how you lead and where you come from and where you know where your skills are so that when you're talking with people that you can, um, you know, help them to know how you identify uh, and in the jobs that you want to be in, right, in your roles, and then also how um, they can help you, but also how you can help them. Because this doesn't just work with Shackley as well, right? This works with family, um, uh, neighbors, you know, um, any type of event you might be with. Knowing what color people are really um, helps you to understand what kind of verbiage that they need to hear. Some people really just need to hear things in a certain way. Denise, I love what you said a minute ago. I think it's very, very powerful uh, what you just shared about letting letting their colors shine. That is really, really powerful because when people are in in the place of, of uh, or in their zone, I guess uh, they, they, I would I would tend to think that they're more open. So I think that that was really, really powerful. I'm going to take that with me every every conversation. Well, I learned that along the way. When I was younger and growing up and into my early mom years, I really ran more as a red. And I, you know, I wanted to do it all. And I wanted to be it all. And I, you know, thought I was the only one who could do that, you know. And it just, it wears you down. And um, it also, you know, um, creates some hurt feelings. You know, when I, when I, when you're the only one who thinks you can do it right, you probably stay and do some things in a way that probably turns some people off. And I know I did. So um, it just creates uh, uncomfortableness if you're if 
what I learned from this program and using it is that I can still work where I need to be if I allow other people to do what they do best. It all works out in the end. And it's easier to let go than we think sometimes. <laughs> and it's healthier. That's what I've learned. All I right. Think that's a, Who else? a great point that you bring up to letting go and letting people do letting their go. thing and them, let yes. them show up. You know, that's really powerful. Yes. All right. What other colors? Um, we can certainly repeat the colors too, and you can show, share if, even if uh, those colors have already mentioned been mentioned. Share maybe how you see yourself in that role and how you know you got there. But Lorene shared that she is uh, a blue red combo. Anyone else? I know that I typically run blue yellow, um, sometimes the red as well, uh, depending on the situation I have found, de depending on where you know what's happening when it comes to um, certain things maybe that I've always done in our family right then then my red takes over. maybe I've always organized you know our annual um, party or of some sort or something, and then um, everybody kind of knows me in that role and I lead that way. Sometimes with my husband, I'm a little bit more, <laughs> probably more than he'd like. So I think in certain situations or certain areas in our life, sometimes we lead a little more. And I'm not saying red's a bad color, just my, the, so, you know, as a leader, um, sometimes, you know, red takes on, um, uh, for me, um, my red sometimes looks a little pushy instead of listening. So, um and I'm laughing at this because I'm using words that it really kind of describe me. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily in a bad way, you know, so don't take these colors as, oh, I would never want to be red or I'd never want to be green or yellow. Um, it, you know, just in using the verbiage um, for ourselves and how we see ourselves, you know, sometimes um, we might say some things that sound a little offish, but don't take it that way. Uh, people, I mean, we're all these colors for a reason, and so hopefully... Uh, not to offend anybody. Sometimes, um, you know, we're, this isn't a judgment. This is really just a description of who we are and what we see in other people and really kind of helps us to navigate in the different situations where we come in contact with either one person or groups of people. Denise, I have something I want to share about this, and I think this is such a pertinent conversation. But, um, you know, when we were on the cruise and Roger was there for a couple of days, you know, when you were just saying, you know, the colors are in a judgment, right? Obviously, Roger is a leader, and he's very organized, right? But I think what, and this is for many people who are very good at, at being in the leadership role, it's, I think, really knowing, and I don't mean how to use it, but how to leverage it so we can help people. You know, one, one thing I noticed about him on the cruise is he consistently you know what you're going to get with Roger, and you know that his skill set, even though he he obviously has to be a red, it's not like he comes in and takes over. He actually comes in and listens, right? So I, I love what you said about not letting it be a judgment and for us to really look at people in our life that maybe we're trying to emulate, including Jennifer and, and everybody's respective 
leaders to really look at how they hone in these these traits because we're all different and and leverage it so we can help people more than anything. I agree. Thank you for elaborating on that. I appreciate that. All right. Anybody else want to share their color or experiences with using the colors? Hey, Denise, it's Sharon. Um, Good morning. I think that over time things change, too. You know, it would be interesting to me to kind of take that thing again. Um, I used to think I, I, I'm blue with my top, blue like green, but I actually think I'm probably red-blue if I were to look at it truly who I am and just more and more as I just continue to live into that. Um, so I love the colors. It, it's very fascinating. It's fun to learn about people. It's fun to serve people with it and see their eyes light up as you kind of speak into who they are. And it's just really fun to learn your own and be able to live out of those strengths. I know for me for so long I, I thought as I, you know, continue to strengthen up those weaknesses and so I was living out of more weakness than I was strength. So it's a gift to be able to know ourselves and to live out of those strengths. And when we do that, we serve other people so much more effectively. And it's so fun to see them come alive to that and just speak their language and speak into their heart. When people feel seen, heard, and loved, like that's where you truly see transformation. So, Oh, so appreciate all of that. I loved your verbiage and all those details. appreciate that because that's really what this is about is um, – to see where people are at. Um, again, whether it's in a family situation, a work situation, a Shackley situation, whatever it might be, I think just stepping back and realizing, it, for me, knowing some of these things years ago would have really probably stopped some confrontations, you know, comfortable conversations. Instead, um, just letting people be seen, excuse me, heard and loved, like you said, is really the goal of this. So I appreciate that. In the end, most people want the same thing of an event or, you know, a conversation or or something, right? It's how we get there along the way. And so, again, the blues are going to hop in and have some fun while they're doing, you know, whatever it is. The green are the ones that are going to keep you organized. The yellow are going to help along the way and uh, be your peacemaker, right? The red is going to lead and and be the one that kind of set off the fireworks. So knowing where people are at in any situation is really helpful so that you can come to an agreement on where everybody shines. And everybody understands the colors, though. So when you're in a situation, you say, oh, so you're green, I've seen people do this before, and it unless you understand the colors, um, I don't know that we need to point it out to people. And we could certainly, uh, you know, people who are close to us, if we want them to learn more about it, they and we can ask them if they'd like to, you know, take the personality test and see where they're at. You know, certainly our business builders, this is very helpful. But I, it's just kind of funny. Not everybody understands um, the personality quiz and why they'd even be a color or why they need to take it. So <laughs> just something to think about. You know, maybe just kind of keep that in your thoughts as people are talking and, you know, they're talking about all the details or, you know, let's 
I use a Shackley customer as an example. Maybe somebody wants to know where the products are made or where the ingredients come from. If people are asking questions like that, then they're green and they need to hear those details. They will be one of your best customers because you can give them the Shackley difference. Um, it may take a little while to get that information or get them as a customer because um, they're just going to keep asking questions. Right, and uh, the blue customer, they just want to feel better. They want more energy. They need a boost, right? So they're going to tell you verbiage like that. They don't care where the products are coming from. They probably don't even care how long it's going to take to get there. They just want to order it. And then the yellow, you know, how can they be helped? They want to know what's going to help them, um, maybe help others, how they can feel better, or they're thinking of someone else when they're ordering the products, you know. So, um, and the red you know, they may just jump right in and tell you to get in the whole kit, right? So just um, using the Shackley example of customers, thinking through when you're talking with your customer, just just listen for some of that verbiage. If you understand the different colors, you'll understand how they want to be heard and the questions to ask. And certainly I have messed this up a whole bunch of times, and one of them that I remember hit home for me and hit hard, right, when it happened, um, one of my customers was moving to a different town with quite a distance away. And she had been my customer for a while. She was a great customer. She ordered quite a bit. And um, she was definitely a green. I mean, I knew that about her. But she said to me, oh, when I move, Denise, I'm going to have to get a new distributor because I think I have to have somebody really close to me. Um, in my neighborhood, and I was like, oh, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. You don't have to, like, uh, my blue, red, silly, fun, dominating person came out, and she was really taken back. You know, she wanted to know if somebody was going to be there, um, that she, you know, could call. She liked that, every, you know, she saw me often and that um, she could get her products if I had something at the house quickly. So instead of telling her that I could be that person in all those roles for her still, even though she was a distance away, um, she actually um, resigned her membership from me. And and it, I found out later it was because she was really put off by the way that I um, had the conversation with her about her moving. And no way did I mean to, um, I certainly didn't mean to upset her, and no way did I want her to, you know, find another distributor. She was a great customer. We, we had a great friendship. She just needed something that I wasn't offering, even though I could have off, I certainly could have offered all those things to her. So just being a good listener. If I, and the forming question that I love that we use in Team Black and that Jennifer um, has encouraged us to use is tell me more. So if when this situation was happening with her, obviously she was overwhelmed with her move. She was, it was kind of unexpected. So when this, you know, was happening, I easily could have said, tell me more about that. You know, tell me more of what you're looking for. Tell me more of how I can help you. Tell me more of where I can fit into that role for you. So I think um, that that helps people. That if for me, it helps me take a step back from right away all of a sudden my red or whatever color wants to come out and say something, and it may not be the right thing. So it helps me almost bite my tongue. So sometimes it's hard to get those words out, but I say, Tell me more about that, you know, tell me more what that looks like or tell me more. How are you, why are you, you know, tell me more of why you're feeling that way. So hopefully that story and the and the forming is we'll move into that conversation a little bit unless anybody has anything else about the colors or if you want to reflect back on, on one of your stories or how maybe things um, could have worked out differently or did work out differently. Maybe you used the colors in the correct way. <clears throat> 
Denise, this is sort of a bad thing. Go ahead. Yeah. So my daughter is a green, and I think red's in there, but it's it's kind of under way underneath. And um, you know, this is really helping too because you know I notice you know when when we sit down to make phone calls together, and I'll say I'll say something like, oh, let me just call so and so. You know, let's say you know like Tony and Debbie are coming in this week, and we'll sit down to do our Shapley stuff, and I'll say, you know what, let me just call so-and-so, and she'd say, Mom, listen, let's just stay stay on task, let's stay focused on, I just need to stay focused, I can't go off on that, even though it had to do with what we what could have been done for, for whatever we needed to do to set up appointments, she operates in a completely different way. And it's very interesting, as you know, that how important it is really to have a, a respect for where people are at. You were so right, and uh, that's where she shines, right? So, and, and and shining really offers a lot, right? Not only for self, but also for others as well. So she's meant to lead in that direction, and so why not, right? But sometimes we get excited for other reasons and want to jump around. <laughs> so the greens not going to work for a green. They are not jumping around. They have a list, and they're going to stick to that task. So sometimes it might be hard for us to bite our tongue or to watch the, that happen or unfold, but eventually they'll get to that you know, end result. Great topic, by the way, today. Thank you. All right, so we talked about colors, and if anybody wants to share uh, what their colors are or maybe a conversation you've had where you've used the colors. Um, I gave an example of how, um, you know, my blue-red came out in a conversation and just did not satisfy the green-yellow, and looking back on that, exactly how I could have done that differently, so, we, so at least I learned. Um, but let's talk a little bit about forming as well because I think that that's a big part of that. And so you want to form these questions. You want to thought, form these thoughts a little bit. It doesn't always happen. And sometimes we're in the middle of the conversation before we remember that maybe, um, you know, the color working on um, building somebody up through their colors would be um, a better way to get to the end of that con uh, result of wherever the conversation's going. But how about the tell me does anybody use that? Sometimes I forget to use that with my husband, but I would really, um, I, I should work on that. <laughs> Instead, we'll be married 30 years this year, so sometimes I think I know exactly what he's thinking or not, right? And so um, taking a step back and just saying, tell me more. So, uh, again, working in all situations in your life, I believe that this is certainly very helpful. Hey, Denise, it's Teresa. Um, absolutely, and it's always a great reminder. I'm glad that you have this subject today because I think sometimes, like you said, we do walk around thinking that we know um, what other people are thinking, and that's when we start getting into situations um, that aren't always going the way that we would like them to go. So um, I try to remember to form or ask questions 
Um, and especially, like you mentioned, and this just plays so much into the colors because um, I am blue-red or red-blue. It just depends on my mood, apparently. And um, as a red, especially, sometimes you just sort of bulldoze right in and assume you know everything. And watching body language can really help you to see that, oh, I didn't ask enough questions here, uh, because you can see what sort of the responses are to people or, or what they're doing with their bodies. Um, and it's so um, easy to diffuse situations, or actually, and not that all situations, I'm making it out sound like that happens a lot, but... Um, it's easy to switch the situation around, make somebody feel comfortable, and you can watch the body language shift just as you start to ask more questions. And like you said, find out what's really on their mind. Because we don't know. We just assume. Mm-hmm. And I like to watch, and I know we're not talking about body language, but one of the things that goes along with this is watch somebody's um, mouth and their lips. So when you are in a part of a conversation or maybe you're telling somebody what to do, what you might look at is you'll notice that somebody starts to bite the top of their lip or the bottom of their lip, I should say, and um, and their lips are closed and they're sort of holding that. You know, maybe you see them biting down a little bit. That means that they have something to say to you <laughs> and they are choosing not to say it and they're biting, literally, they're biting their lip. And that's when a lot of times I'll look at that and go, ooh, there's something there behind that. I need to ask some more questions. Or, oh, I just told somebody what to do, and they really don't want to be told what to do. Nobody does. So let me ask some questions so I can flip that around. Love it. And people want to be heard. And if they're biting their lip, they obviously have something to say, so we probably need to be quiet and listen even if it's not what we want to hear. <laughs> right, and we're probably not hearing them, right? We're talking to them. We're talking over them. And um, and what happens for me a lot of times, I get excited about what they're saying, and now I have left the conversation because I know what I want to say next or ask them next, and I'm not hearing what they're saying at that current moment because I'm so excited that we have a connection or, wow, I understand what you're saying, and I don't let them finish their thought, or I'm not listening to their thought. And so, you know, it's a great reminder because people do want to hear what you have to say or what they have to say. Thank you. That was great. Yes. All right, we're almost to close here, but we have a little bit of time. Does anybody want to share anything about colors, about forming, asking questions, maybe body language? Hey, Denise, um, Sharon, I think sometimes, too, I don't know about other people, but for me, um, it's easy to get, quote-unquote, desperate, you know, where in the moment in the conversation like I'm moving to an agenda that I have versus just being patient in the process. And there's just that fine line between being too patient or we're passive and we aren't bold and stepping into things that we need to step into versus um, just not, you know, not doing anything at all. And I'll, I find myself a lot of times falling into one camp or the other versus right in the middle where it really does take intentionality and discernment in the moment to continue to ask the questions and read the body language, do all that stuff, but just be 
patient in the process, but be intentional in the process so that you can see when it's time to kind of step back, they're not ready, or to step into it. They really do need you to step in. Um, and I don't know if that, that happens to other people, but it's just easy. I can see that for myself. I just want to get desperate, and I'm just trying to move into something, and I'm like, oh, no. And then other times I'm like, oh, I don't want it, and then I'm falling back on the other side of desperation. So, um, But it's beautiful how the process really does work when we can settle down and just be present with the person versus being present with ourselves. And so that's what happens when it really in both those senses of desperation for me. I'm more present with myself than I am with that person. And so when we can set ourselves aside and let the process move itself, there's a lot more, um, it, it just flows, right? The things will flow much better. And that's just something that I'm really in the moment just currently trying to work on, just how do I continue to just be present with the person in that moment and serve them well, give them what they need, lead well for them, and put them first, put myself to the side in that. So at the same time, having my goals and my dreams and my, you know what I mean, having my intentionality set there for the things that I want, not that you don't have any of that, but there's always just a fine line in that. Um, But I do think that the more we can let the process flow, the better it is. I completely agree. Thank you for that reminder of being patient and being intentional and being present. All of that is um, a great reminder for everyday life, so we appreciate that. Anyone else want to share something about the colors or forming before we close out today? Denise, it's Lorene. I just um, wanted to share one quick thing. And by the way, I think the conversation was really amazing. And, you know, as much as we're all trying to hone in on being the best that we can be, we're going to make mistakes and to always remember that, again, and I feel very strongly about this, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. So to just be a little easier on yourself, we'll get there. And it's always, you know, so much better if we could hone in on these skills and, and just be the best that we can be all the time. But it doesn't always work out that way. So to just be a little easier on ourselves and understand that we can't say the wrong thing to the right person. We're so right. Oftentimes I'm, I find myself going into a situation, a conversation, a event of some sort or whatever it may be, and um, just being me. And that's okay, um, but if you can pick up on some of these clues along the way, um, it really does, um, as we talked about, let um, let someone else shine. So um, be patient and easy on yourself, as was shared and mentioned, and um, lead who you are. Be proud of who you are and confident in those colors. And um, you know, listen for the other colors and and the conversations that you're having and and wh- where those can take you. So thanks so much for the conversation this morning. I appreciate all the activity. And if you haven't taken the colors quiz in a while, feel free to go back on there and do that. We can talk about that on the um, Team Glacken page. I always like to continue the conversation. Um, so if you have a, a story or uh, something that comes up after this you want to talk about, um, we can share it over there. So thanks again. Have a fantastic Monday and a great start to your week. And take care, everyone.